0: Listening to Wander and Rome. Hey, Raindrop, go to bed. Oh man. Coming to the edge of the woods, the gang stumbles upon a sleepy little town. The sign they see as they walk in says, New Old Rise City. The town square is full of life. Animal folk are hanging signs and streamers. Shopkeepers are cleaning their stoops and displaying their wares. Suddenly, a deluge of children appears all dressed in various costumes. Welcome to Trick or Treat Street. La 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 la.
1: Ho 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 I love <laughs> trademarks. Yeah, that's uh that, that's real funny right there. I am so excited for trick or
2: treat. <laughs> a small squirrel bounds down the street and knocks upon a door.
1: The door opens. The door The door opens with a Trick-or-treat, trick-or-treat, trick-or-treat! An old sheep wearing a poodle skirt with their hair up in a bun reaches into a little basket and produces a small piece of candy and drops it oh. into the squirrel's bag. <laughs>
2: and the squirrel says, Ah, thank you! Trick-or-treat, trick-or-treat, trick-or-treat! And continues running down the road. Uh, uh, um, guys,
0: did you see that?
3: On our intro... We
0: can just knock on doors and people give us candy? Raindrop, raindrop,
1: raindrop, (gasps) raindrop. We're going to need you to take a seat. There is context that you must have for what you just witnessed.
0: (gasps) You knew about this the whole time?
3: Uh, Now, we know some traditions from some different areas in the world.
2: A teenage sparrow flutters in front of the door, taps on the door, and when the door opens, they say, Oh, trick or treat.
1: Oh, and what are you supposed to be, dear?
2: Um, I'm... I'm laundry.
1: Oh, I, I guess I could see that, seeing as though you're you're wearing all of those clothes.
2: Yep, give me the candy. Okay, and
1: the sheep drops a piece of candy into the bag.
2: The sparrow flutters off into the night.
1: Now, raindrop.
0: I can just go up there and knock. No, 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 no. well, well yes, well,
1: well, okay, a there's... raindrop, raindrop, raindrop. Focus, look at me, I- I'm look at, at me. me. Uh-huh. Okay. What you just saw yeah. was a ritual called trick or
0: treat. So there's options now?
1: Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. What other things do you get? You need to listen to me, I'm, okay? I'm, I'm, I'm so you so need to listen missing. to me. Mm-hmm. Now, what this is, mm-hmm. is uh, a, a fun Uh, Mm A little thing that some people do.
3: It's so they can celebrate death in a safe way and not realizing that they're celebrating death.
2: I've never really understood how passing candy to a child celebrates death in a safe manner. Oh, I I think it does.
0: It's all clicking to me right now. I feel like if I knocked on that door and got a piece of candy, I would totally understand the concept of death.
3: And you can see how many of the children are dressed as skeletons and ghosts. It's, It's that sort of a thing, sort of a celebrating and making light of the fate that eventually befalls all of us. Over time, the tradition has been cheapened a bit by folks dressing like, uh, you know, the denizens of a sock hop or laundry.
1: Yeah, I also see a couple of cowboys and uh, what, what is that guy with the fishbowl on his head?
3: Oh, that's Mysterio.
0: <laughs> so you're saying I don't need to put in a lot of effort to change my appearance and then I get candy.
1: Yes, but only tonight. Only
0: tonight. Well, we got to hit up as many doors as we can, guys. Wait, wait, wait.
1: We have overlooked one of the most
3: important parts of the trick or treat. Oh, what is it? Well, as the prophecy states, (gasps) prophecy? You say, trick or treat, smell my feet.
0: Oh, do they actually smell my feet? Give Give
3: me me something good to eat. eat." But if you don't, I don't care. I don't care. care. I'll, I'll pull, pull down you your, your underwear. underwear. Wow, people say this. People say this, and they get do pantsied. it. Yep, people <gasps> do I, get pantsed.
0: I can pantsy people. And, and furthermore, take their
3: candy? and furthermore, the principle explained in that powerful prophecy has been expanded through years of exegesis to include practices like throwing toilet paper on one's house,
1: <gasps> yeah, or
3: so- eggs on one's bug.
1: So basically, what happens is, uh, we've we've shortened that whole thing, right? Uh So they just uh say trick or treat, right? Now, let's break it down. Okay. On the one hand, if they give you a treat like that nice uh, lady up there Mm -hmm. did for that sparrow, Uh that's a treat. Yeah,
0: that looks like a treat.
1: So, what do you think happens if they don't give you a treat? (gasps) They trick you. No, you trick them. You (gasps) trick them. I trick
0: them. Tricks and treats and toilet paper and eggs and costumes. And smashing pumpkins. And smashing pumpkins? This is a thing?
1: Yeah, it's it's gonna be great.
0: We gotta to do tonight. all of those things. Yeah. Tonight.
1: Tonight is a celebration of death,
3: devils, and just generally being a weird little guy.
0: I feel like my world has changed. Uh-oh. Uh, As the gang wanders the town, there are pumpkins lining the streets and Raindrop will go pick one up and it has a face carved in the center and she will turn it around and plop it over her head. Guys, does this count as a costume?
3: I'm grossed out by the practice of it, but I must admit that is a fairly common costume.
2: Her bill sticks out the front of the pumpkin.
3: Oh, well now it looks like the pumpkin ate a duck.
2: (gasps) That's
0: the trick. The pumpkin ate a duck.
3: Well, you got me. I've come around to the notion.
0: Yes, pumpkin heads for everyone. Well, no. Oh, we need different costumes for you guys. We can't all be the same thing. Hey,
1: uh, Hamish, here. And Squeakers will take his hat off and hand it to Hamish and says, Hey, uh, will you just give me your hat and then I'll go as you and you go as me.
3: Oh, well, I hate to disappoint you, Squeakers, but I already got my costume. What? And Hamish pulls out an enormous hourglass and he turns it over and sand begins to fall through it. And he says, I am the forward march of time.
1: Horrifying! Ooh, clever. And also pretty lazy.
3: I, I'm i marching towards death and you will go with me.
1: Now I gotta find a cut. Co- hey, uh, Aldern, do uh, you want to switch uh, clothes and I go as you and you go as me?
2: Aldern flips a hood up over his head and produces a large scythe and says... I am the Grim Reaper, the specter that comes for us all.
3: Well, Squeakers, looks like all what's left for you is
1: to be taxes. I will <laughs> die before I be taxes for All Hallows' Eve. Oh, oh,
0: oh, oh, I found the perfect costume for you. Come here, come here, come here. And Raindrop grabs Squeakers by the hand and she leads him to a giant tree in the front lawn of this house. And okay. there is toilet paper dangling from all of the branches. I just saw a little child looking like this, so I think this is perfect for you. And she reaches up and she grabs a roll of toilet paper and she starts wrapping squeakers up in it.
3: Mama, he looks just like that. A turd. De- I'm sorry, what? what? Well, I was thinking a desiccated corpse wrapped in an ancient temple, but you know, you're not wrong about the turd. I was absolutely expecting you to say a mummy.
0: <laughs> that seemed too easy. I thought try something else.
1: A toad in a hat.
0: Oh, this is perfect, guys! We're gonna get so much candy.
1: The gang begins walking down the city street into the neighborhood. There are small groups of children running up to the various houses, knocking on the door, getting candy, and running back down, showing each other their loot. Raindrop overhears a group of children talking about something. I got a knife. <gasps> <laughs>
0: Knife! Knife! Grab a knife! Everybody grab your favorite knife! Oh, I want a knife! What house is giving those away?
2: You know, I heard that we should watch out for houses that give away apples with razor blades in them, but so far they've just been either weapons or treats!
3: (laughs) Very open dispensing of knives!
2: Also, we have yet to find the house that gives away... The biggest
1: candy bar. The biggest candy bar. You know, I my my dad told me that um that house, um Shut was. Shut up, dead- Crandall! No one cares about your dad! Um, <laughs> he's coming back. He's coming back! Crandall,
2: we'd only watch you because your mother gave us ten nickels to take you trick-or-treating. So why don't you just come with us until we knock on the house with the biggest candy bar in the world?
1: Oh, guys, but I I know where it is.
2: Where is it, Crandall?
1: Out with it! I told you, it's up on the hill right over there.
2: The kids look up at the top of the hill, and there is an ancient house surrounded by a wrought iron fence, and the lawn is full
1: of rotting trees. As they look up, a single bolt of lightning cracks behind it. Oh,
2: not the old Usher house! I was sure that house would fall long ago, but the House of Usher has not fallen.
1: Yeah, my dad said that.
2: Shut up, Crandall. <laughs> Let's go knock on the
0: House of Usher.
1: Ooh, gotta climb a fence. Ooh, I'm gonna stab a door with my
0: knife. Guys, guys, I'm um, Team Huddle. Okay, what, what's going on, Ranger? Hold oh, on, Ranger. Yeah. I just heard some very juicy information, and uh, I think there is a really big treat. Some people say it's legendary. Um, I think we need to go um, to that house over there. But we need to beat up those kids before they get there first.
2: I did once when I was younger. You beat up kids? My, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> when I was very young, my best friend, Richard, returned from trick-or-treating with a candy bar the size of a beetle.
3: How big was the beetle?
2: <gasps> a very large beetle. Whoa!
3: Wow. That's
2: big. I don't know how he carried it. <gasps>
0: I want a candy bar. Maybe on
3: a bigger beetle.
2: Possibly. I'm sure those days are long gone and there are no more candy bars the size of beetles. People have gotten lazy nowadays giving away toothbrushes and knives and apples. But that little kid,
0: cradle, crandle, I don't, it's not important.
2: I couldn't hear anyway. Um. <laughs> But he said
0: he's been there, and he's seen it with his eyes. He's
2: seen the candy bar the
1: size of a beetle. All of a sudden, the gang hears the screaming of children as the group runs away from the house. No! Uh, No, no, no! no, no, please don't! No, no, no!
2: No! A horde of locust swarms
1: after them.
3: Wow. That's that's pretty, something to look at. Yeah,
1: that's pretty intense.
0: I know we should probably be frightened of that scenario, but all of them did drop their bags of candy, and I called dibs, so...
1: That's okay, I don't want them. Yeah, they, they got locusts in them.
2: Have you so quickly given up on trick-or-treating that now you're scavenging from candy that's fallen on the ground?
0: Oh, no, no, we're gonna take the ground candy, and we're also gonna get the big candy bar up at the house, too. It's called... Opportunity.
2: Now that the locusts have left their trees, perhaps we'll have a chance at it.
1: Unattended opportunity. Raindrop. Mm-hmm. I would suggest that maybe we just leave the bags of candy right there because uh, as I'm looking at them, they're moving like their stuff inside of the bag i don't know that we want to deal with that right now we can just go get the big candy bar
0: okay i mean as long as we get the big candy bar but oh he dropped his knife i'm just gonna take
2: raindrop Uh we can't trust you with sharp objects.
0: i'm so trustworthy
1: okay on a special night like this we can let her have one knife one
2: knife on halloween we are quite good caretakers hamish
3: lifts his giant hourglass and says memento mori my friends memento th- mori
2: the night is wearing on let us make for the house now don't wander off wander in Rome will be right back Winterhawk Podcasting is proud to announce the launch of our Patreon. The first release will be available for free to anyone at patreon.com slash winterhawkpodcasting on Friday, October 20th. Listen to the Wander in Rome Slasher special and stay up to date on future Patreon-exclusive releases by following us for free at patreon.com slash winterhawkpodcasting.
0: to know Danny. You're Danny. Who am I? Summer. I'm Summer. We are Bisexually Lit. (laughs) This is a podcast about movies and life and everything in between. Two best friends who are loud and queer and love
2: to talk about movies on and off mic and we'd like to take you along for the ride.
0: Why did we name our podcast (laughs) Bisexually Lit?
2: Well, like, you
0: know, A, we're bisexual. Extremely. B, we're we're getting lit. We're giving literary and thematic readings to the movies we love. Yeah. You can check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We drop a new e- episode every other Monday, bi-weekly, if you will. Oh, I will. Have you ever seen something you couldn't explain? Have you ever felt like something was watching you? even when you were alone? Have your dreams ever started bleeding into the reality around you? Starting March 8th, join us bi-weekly as we travel around the contiguous United States sharing strange stories and discovering mysteries hidden within the vastness of America. Listen to Lower 48 on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: The gang walks up to the wrought iron fence, and when they get to the bottom, they look up and they see that the rotting trees shade what look like tombstones, leading all the way up to the front door of the house.
0: Oh, they really splurged on decorations. So this house is pretty spooky.
2: Those tombstones seem to be buried in the ground. Those aren't plastic tombstones; those are real.
1: Looks like the gate's unlocked right here, and Squeakers will press up on the latch, and the gate will swing open.
3: Mmm, that river of fog that just poured out upon us. I think that's a sign that they got good candy in there.
0: I agree. This is good stuff, guys. They got the the money to
1: make this production value happen. They got the money to give us a really big candy bar.
0: (laughs) Oh, hold on a second. Um, Raindrop will reach into her pocket and pull out a little piece of candy and then huck it in the front yard. We just need to make sure the focus are all gone.
3: Yeah, all I heard was a little ping noise as the candy landed.
0: Oh good, I need to go back and get that because it's the only piece of candy I have right now. Yeah, so. the
3: good ones go ping.
0: The gang uh, walks forward into the front lawn and up the stairs, which seemed to creak louder and louder with each step.
2: As Raindrop approaches where the candy landed upon the stairs, a large fly buzzes out of the bush, lands upon the candy, and buzzes off into the trees.
0: No!
1: I feel like while I didn't expect that thing specifically to happen, I was expecting something like that to happen.
0: He didn't even say trick-or-treat. I suppose we should just go up and knock on this big door, right? Yeah,
1: why not? And Squeakers will walk up to the front door. It is a large wooden door, and it is adorned with an iron knocker that looks like the head of a dragon with a big ring in its mouth.
3: As Squeakers reaches up, the mouth of the knocker seems to move, and it says,
0: Leave! So cool! How do you think they made it do that? No, they must really splurge with the, like
1: animatronics. And- yeah, I don't even know what that is. You'd better knock on the door. Yeah, Squeakers grabs the iron knocker and slams the door oh, three times. Oh, oh, oh!
2: The door swings open of its own accord.
3: Creeping up to it, a sound of a footstep, a sound of a footstep, and a thin white rabbit with pink eyes creeps around the corner he says. Welcome, welcome. Oh, my old friends, I did not expect to see you here. Yes, it is I, Gunther Usher.
1: Squeakers, elbows, raindrop. Oh,
0: Uh, trick or treat, trick or treat, something about feet. Don't pantsy me. Can I have candy?
1: Oh, you may have candy.
3: Yes. But first, step inside. My eyes are not what they were. The bright lights of the jacking lanterns, Oh, they hurt me.
0: Oh, I should probably have turned those off before I put my head in them. So sorry. Oh,
2: much better, much better.
0: He's very kind and let us in, guys. Let's-
2: Let's go in. That's very kind of you. I- I don't know if you recognize me, but I know your faces well.
3: Alden Feathersby, I feel it has been many years.
1: How do you know me? Oh, have you forgotten?
0: He forgets a lot. He's very old.
1: Yeah, that's not really a weird thing for us.
2: It's actually more uncommon for me to remember Oh, maybe it was not important to you.
3: You were my most beloved teacher at the university.
2: Gunther Usher! I did very badly in the class. What were you studying again? I taught many, many classes. I was studying opening and closing chests. "'Oh, yes. I did teach that for a semester or two. Did you go on to open many chests?'
3: "'One or two. But I found that the curse of my family caused my joints to wither and my flesh to tighten, to the point that, sadly, at this time, I must have a servant open and close
2: chests for me.' Mm -hmm. "'It's a very important part of surgery.'
1: so we're learning a lot about aldern today i do miss the hospitals but
3: look at this and he raises two withered gnarled white hands in front of his face
2: you never did quite have the surgeon's dexterity
3: no no this curse of my father's has made my
0: life a waste oh you mean like a curse and not just because you're old
1: no i was young when it started Squeakers turns to Hamish and Raindrop and says, hey, y'all, so is this guy blaming old age on... Like a curse. That's what I was thinking,
0: but it yeah, seems
1: like it's something. Your father time right now. Like can you tell me what's going on here?
3: Well, I can tell that he is speeding uh, irrevocably toward the oblivion of death.
1: I mean, aren't we all though? Right. Yes,
3: is that, w- that was the next part of what oh, I was okay. saying. <sighs>
1: sorry. I sorry, I jumped the gun on that one.
3: Look, it's fine for you to wanna participate, but you know, I've got it. I've got the thing. I want the I wanna do it all the way through, you understand?
1: Yeah, that's why that's why I apologized and I No, said I let's...
3: get that, but I just wanted to make sure we we're all on the same page.
1: Oh yeah,
0: totally, totally.
3: No, but yes, this man does seem close to death.
1: Right, right, right.
0: I too have a curse. I have to keep eating large candy bars in order to live. And I'm suspiciously lacking of a large candy bar, so I was wondering if you had any.
3: I used to have quite a large candy bar. But my sister, oh, my sweet sister,
1: she ate it. I miss her every day. So do you have any candy or not? Because I'm I'm really confused as to, like... I do have
3: some candy, but I keep it deep, deep within the labyrinthine halls of this
1: house of asha
0: Oh, so it's like a scavenger hunt to get candy?
3: No, I know where it is. It's just a long hallway.
0: Oh,
1: okay. I've heard
2: that... Keeping candy within catacombs is a very good way to keep it fresh for a long time.
1: Well, that's why they call them candy combs.
3: Candy combs. Clever. In fact, right now I've got a contractor putting up some bricks in my candy combs. Don't worry about that. Yeah,
1: What's his name? His name's Montresor. Oh, never heard of him. No, good man. I just thought I would know, like, there's like a group of us, you know, but I, I ain't never heard of him.
0: Oh, well, do you think we can walk down this hall for some candy? We are burning some moonlight.
1: Come, follow me.
3: And then a knock sounds somewhere in the hall.
0: Oh, do you have guests staying here, or...?
1: Yeah,
3: yes, yes, guests.
0: For the love of God,
3: Montressor!
1: No, no, nothing to worry about. This is the highest production value haunted house that we've been to. And I know haunted houses. We've been in a few of them before. Mm. This one is probably the spookiest thus far.
0: the mm. Knocking is a good effect.
1: Yeah.
3: Oh, we have nearly arrived. Behold here, upon this slab, the very largest
1: of candies. There is a stone box, and on top of the box is a slab where engraved is the visage of a rabbit. But the way that it is sculpted, Shows the skin tight and wrinkled, and the hands are clasped over the chest. And between the hands, the gang sees a large sword going down to the end of the feet, and on top of that is a very large candy bar. Mother
2: of candy.
1: Oh, my friends, my old friends. Well, friend, I, I don't know you. My one
3: old friend who did not remember me, and three uh-huh. strangers.
1: Thank you.
0: Thank you. Yeah.
3: You are the only people who have made it this far into my house.
1: Yeah. Well, I think that you have a swarm of locusts that live out in the front yard. I maybe maybe you aren't aware. Oh, uh, you should call someone. For yeah, that. you should probably yeah. get rid of yeah, that.
3: I didn't know. I rarely go out front.
1: I, I can tell.
3: Anyway, here's your candy. Here
2: in the crypt. You may see wondrous things. A weasel walks by, <laughs> carrying a mortar and pestle. And he makes his way through the hallway, heading up the stairs to the entrance. I've uh, I've finished the uh, contracting work. It's been walled up. I'm just gonna...
3: I don't know why you're talking I'm like that. I'm gonna go now.
2: I... <laughs>
0: Oh, did you not hire that man to do some? Contracting I knew he was work? doing
1: some contracting. Oh, okay. I didn't. He wasn't acting like that before. Yeah, he's just acting real cagey for some reason. Yeah.
3: I sent him down there with my friend Fortunato. They seem to have a big conversation going about wine.
2: Oh yeah, uh, Fortunato. He's uh, he's already gone. Um, for the next couple days, you may hear some scraping as the stone sets, but like, you don't need to worry about that. Um, it'll stop, um, if there's a smell, don't worry about it, that'll stop in, like, a few months, years, um, is that it'll just, stop.
1: Is that the stone settling as well?
2: Um, it's a mortar I use to set the stones. Um, it's very good mortar, it holds very well, um, but, uh, but it does kind of have a rancid odor, um, almost smells like rotting corpses, um, Look, I gotta go. Thanks, Montresor. Hey.
1: I'm, I'm used to all of that. You're welcome, Gunther.
3: Uh, to, under his breath, Gunther says, How did he know?
1: <laughs> Squeakers turns and says, uh, Hey, Gunther. Yes? How many nickels you pay that guy to do that?
3: You no, know, he
2: did it for free. Oh.
0: How does he run a business if he's doing freelance? Yeah, that. You
3: know, I think he just wanted to do it. From behind all of our heroes comes another knock growing louder and more scraping on the walls.
2: Montresor!
3: Oh no, it looks like we might be dealing with a couple different situations here.
1: I think we should just grab this candy bar and leave.
0: I agree. Raindrop walks over to the ornate tomb and she picks up the candy bar and wiggles it free from the granite. okay.
3: Oh well, you know I was expecting something real classy, but look at this label—it says Wendy Winch.
0: Ugh. Ah. Uh,
2: I mean, to be fair, they did make very good candy. It was just terrible,
0: terrible working conditions.
1: That is one delicious unethical candy bar. You better keep that. It's
0: true, and I—I th- I think the sword too is also available. So I'm just gonna.
1: That sword is made of stone. Again, yeah, it looks like it's carved right in there.
0: Wiggle this. Stone free of the stone. Just...
3: I mean, you could try.
0: Give me a second. It's...
3: From a metal door behind raindrop, two enormous knocks sound.
0: That one did spook me. That was really good, sir. That was...
3: The door pops open, and an emaciated rabbit woman in a wedding dress and veil pops out and screams, GUNDA! Ah! No! No, it cannot be! It cannot be!
1: Oh, is that the old ball and chain?
3: My dear sister.
1: Oh, ew. oh is this the... why, why is she wearing a wedding dress?
3: Well, she died on her wedding day.
1: Oh. oh! That would have been helpful information. It's
2: very sad.
3: Well,
1: I
2: didn't tell you, like, the whole story. Yeah, if cause... she's dead, why did she emerge from the door?
3: Well, clearly she's not dead, I thought she was.
2: How long ago was her wedding day? Like three months. Gunther. Oh
3: yeah, yeah, I did a bad thing. Yes, I get it. You
2: must come with me. No, no well Gunther, it <laughs> Looks like you have some family issues to take care of. We're going to take the candy and we'll leave. Alder, we'll let please, you please, alden. Alden. Hey,
1: Thank you so much for the candy bar. Uh, that was really swell of you. Uh-huh, uh, I'm we'll proud sure of that, you the
2: life you've yeah, made for yourself pretty good, as a surgeon. Pretty good. You, you know what?
1: We'll go ahead and we'll just uh, see ourselves out. Yeah, you don't guys can leave deal with me. this. You have to have you. a great I'm one. See you
0: store. later there. Okay, bye.
2: Montressor. As the group makes their way out of the house, the floorboards above begin to creak and small bits begin to tumble down.
0: Wow, they really did go all out for all this haunted house yeah, stuff. This it's is just
1: really crazy. good. They had a zombie in the whole thing.
3: You know, and now I can see a hole in the wall. There is a glowing lake out there.
0: Oh, wow, that's just top notch. The people really take this holiday seriously.
1: As the gang walks out, behind them, the floor collapses, and they keep just a good enough pace to avoid falling down, and they casually walk outside.
3: As they reach the front steps of the House of Usher, our heroes step down into the front yard graveyard, and as the stones tip over, billowing smoke pours out of the windows and doors of the house. Edgar the Raven lights upon a tree in the yard
2: NEVERMORE! Next week on Wander and Roam Leaving the house of Usher behind them the gang continues down the road along the base of a steep mountain the sky is gray and gloomy, threatening rain. In a clearing of trees built into the side of the mountain, towering columns hold aloft a marble roof. Welcome to the Dream Library. Music for Wander and Rome is written and performed by Gary Argyle. Wander and Rome is produced by Winterhawk Podcasts and Gary Argyle. For more great shows, visit winterhawkpodcasting.com.